What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shannon Tynes. What's up? What's up? And LeVon Maynard. Hey, welcome to the show. What is going on? So welcome to uh, Wednesday's discussion. So uh, Monday, we talk about a, uh, a Gmail hack, a uh, hyperscrape. Uh, on Tuesday, we discussed the uh, DoorDash data breach. So we go into uh, a little bit of that information. And then today we are discussing um, the uh, the big Twitter commotion, right? So this is an article on um, TechCrunch. It's written by Carly Page. It is titled, Ex-Security Chief Accuses Twitter of Cybersecurity Mismanagement in an Explosive Whistleblower Complaint. So um, this complaint was first obtained by CNN and the Washington Post. Uh, it was made by the former head of security, Peter Zatko. Uh, he was only there for a couple of years. So he came in into um, the company in 2020. And then uh, now two years later, he no longer works there. Um, so Zatko uh, says that he witnessed egregious deficiencies, negligence, willful ignorance, and threats to national security and democracy, according to his whistleblower complaint filed on July 6th with the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, and the, uh, the FTC. So uh, he, he states that he, um, that, or I should say, he states that Twitter lacked basic security controls. Um, he said thousands of employee laptops contain complete copies of Twitter's source code, and that one third of those devices blocked automatic security fixes, had system firewalls turned off, and had remote desktop access enabled for non-approved purposes. Uh, and then he just goes in to also talk about, he alleges 5,000 full-time employees had brought access to the company's internal software. That access was not closely monitored. Uh, some employees had laptops that had the, uh, the Twitter source code. Um, and all this rides the back of, uh, in 2020 alone, Twitter had more than 40 security incidents, 70% of which were access control related. Uh, these included 20 incidents defined as breaches and all but two of which were access control related. So he says, basically, they did not do anything right uh, when it came to security controls. Um, and in it, I don't see where he takes any blame per se, just where he continuously told them like, hey, this is not right. But it seems like he, nothing, there was no movement per se until he blew the whistle. So, you know, you're only going to get half the truth in this situation. Who's to say what um, he he did or did not do himself in this situation? Like maybe he's just trying to shield himself from um, you know further blame. Uh, Twitter is a really big name, and if he were to be fired by Twitter for negligence, who's going to pick him up? Basically, uh, but on the flip side, Twitter is about that money, um, and they would not like for this type of information to get out, especially when they have a uh, still what is it forty four billion dollar contract with um, uh, Elon Musk that he's trying to get out of. So uh, I'm sure both sides have stuff that they want to keep um, uh, from being in the public. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's not surprising, I suppose. Like I'm, I was going to say that, I think, I think you probably find a lot more organizations that are kind of in the same boat that, that, that you just don't hear about. Um, and not the rag on them. I know we talked about T-Mobile. I think they had some some 
issues with their cybersecurity um, being brought up in some, uh, I'm trying to remember some of the articles we covered before, but they had, they had, they were kind of known to have some poor cybersecurity um, um, protocols uh, that they were, that they were using yeah. on their Because we talked about this sim, sim swaps, remember? That was not too long ago too. They were having issues with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me with Twitter. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of these organizations, I think we talked about, about this many times before too, but they put cyber, cyber security uh, kind of like on a lower, uh, low priority list of things that they need to work on. They're trying to, they maybe focus more on acquiring customers and building their brand and, uh, you know, increasing profits and things like that. Uh, maybe b- building out the infrastructure so they can they can support large amounts of people uh, within their, their programs or their, their services. But maybe the cybersecurity kind of gets left on the back end. It's kind of like the last thing they think about, and maybe they have a small budget to to cover for uh, that kind of stuff. But you know, we're seeing it more and more that you know that needs to be more of a higher priority. Security should be like you know kind of like the first priority should be built. Everything should be built on the security, uh, and then kind of kind of trickle down from there and make sure that everything's um, kind of protected before it actually gets uh, deployed. But uh, yeah, this is just. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that, you know, like you mentioned, one of the the guys, uh, ex security ch- uh, chief for Twitter, is is coming out with all this information right as Elon Musk is trying to acquire them. Um, obviously, it doesn't make Twitter look that great. You know, uh, I think Elon was complaining about the number of bots that are out on Twitter and uh, using that as a, a way to kind of exit the deal. Um, though this is not exactly related or 100% related, but it it also still. Uh, it still cast a kind of negative shadow on on Twitter and their and their business practices, because uh, maybe if they're not you know securing the system as well, maybe they don't know exactly how many bots they have as well. So it's kind of right. concerning. But Shannon, you, you think you have some uh, thoughts on this one? So I do a, a couple things, right? So whenever whistleblower things happen, right? What I like to think about is that when they when they blew the whistle, right? to determine mm-hmm. timing determine yeah. the veracity of, of what they're saying right so because this person was already fired mudge was his name mudge nudge whatever mm-hmm. that's, that's his nickname yeah, his yeah. Nickname. Nickname, yeah. Mudge. Uh, because <laughs> mudge was already fired how much of this is sour grapes now here's the thing i believe there were some problems there right but um the fact that he was fired and then all this stuff came out it's like okay mm-hmm. if you were a true whistleblower you'd have you'd have came out and risked your job before that, right? Like you wouldn't wait to not have the job before you said something. Um, so I, I tend to think that some of it is sour grapes, but I do believe there's truth in what he's saying. But with that being said, I don't believe it's as severe as he's saying it is because some of the stuff that he mentions on there about outdated software and things of that nature, if a lot of the stuff that he's saying was true, you would see a lot more breaches of Twitter, right? Because Twitter, here's the thing. In this, in this political landscape even, and I'm not trying to get into politics, right? I'm not going that route, but Twitter is pleasing no one right now. Left, right, or center, nobody is happy with Twitter, right? So I would have to believe that there are a lot of people out there who are trying to infiltrate them, to, to embarrass them, right? To say, oh, this is why we think this, that, and the third about Twitter. And we would see more of it, right? Like we would have more than, you know, these people that say they're hacked that just got drunk one night and put a message out there and be like, oh, my account was hacked. You know what I mean? Like that's what a lot of, that's what a lot of the hacking is for Twitter. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of sad that Twitter being in the IT scape like they are, that this is, this is the, the, 
what am I trying to say? The the cybersecurity posture that they have, but right. it kind of doesn't surprise me anymore. You know what I mean? Like it's this stuff comes out all the time now. And again, in, in this day and age of technology, we hear about it quickly. You know what I mean? Like we don't have to wait for the newspaper to be delivered in the morning to see stuff like this anymore. You know what I'm saying? So it just seems, it seems like it's happening more often. It's probably this stuff type of stuff probably happened just as often back in the day. You just had to read a newspaper to find out about it or watch your news, right? So, um, yeah, this is this is it's a little disheartening. But again, I'm I I don't want to sound like I'm coming to Twitter's defense either, right? Because I'm not I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a social media guy, right? So, uh, but yeah, I think I think some of it is a little embellished, but I also think that uh, a little bit of it could be sour grapes. So, mm. yeah, that's just my stance, right? So yeah, and, and that may be true, but it, like that that two year two year turnover does sound like they they didn't have their stuff together when he arrived, right? Like so they they hired him to come in. Um, I believe his background is is uh, red team uh, to come fix their their problems, and it's just he was just hit with a wall of just this is not right. Um, how do you get to right? You got to spend money, uh, right? You have to enforce practices, uh, even. In uh, one of the paragraphs I skipped, he says uh, he says he discovered that half of the company's 500,000 data center servers run on outdated software that do not support basic security features, such as encryption for stored data, or no longer receive regular security updates from their vendors. So he's, if, if this is true, and he's coming into an environment that the, the backbone of the company is crap, and how do you fix that? Like, how do you, how do you just like, hey, two hundred and fifty thousand of our data center servers uh, have no basic security uh, protection. How do you fix that? Like, okay, we need to migrate elsewhere <laughs> to so secure. Like, that's a lot of money. Um, Twitter's like, nah. <laughs> but that's kind of that's 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 kind of what I was alluding to, right? With like, if if the cybersecurity posture was what he said it was like they yeah they'd have been getting a lot more attacks like I, that was one of the ones yeah. i was like what, i find yeah that well he, he but he but he did state he was like we don't even know how many times we were attacked like there's no logs to tell us how often we are breached <laughs> like so if that's the case it could be daily um because uh it says uh this meant that twitter suffered from an anonymously high rate of security incidents zach co said and reasonably feared Twitter could suffer an equi equi uh, Equifax level hack, referring to the 2017 credit agency's breach that resulted in the theft of close to 150 million Americans PII. So if this is true, then they can't even, you can't even tell you how many times we've been hacked. <laughs> we just know <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> um, so I, yeah, I, I honestly do not know, but yeah, the timing though, that, that's the part that I don't, I don't like, like this is in, in the midst of a, a, a $44 billion acquisition, right? Um, so is this Twitter trying to sweep him under the rug or is this him not wanting to take the fall uh, for like, cause my two years did not cause this to happen, right? Like, uh, so don't put the weight of the world on me um, as the CISO, CIO, whatever. I came in here, tried to, you know what I mean? Like, like a firefighter came in here and then the building fell on me. So. <laughs> Right. Don't like I didn't start the fire. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's gonna be interesting to see the back and forth, but I, I know that uh Elon Musk is probably super happy right now. So who's who's to say he's not part of this situation as well? Like, hey, poke as many holes in this company as possible. Uh, because I do not want them. Like it was a, it was a joke, people. 
<laughs> right. Like you call a bluff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know who to believe, but um, I can I can believe that some of this information, even 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 just a quarter of this is correct, is uh, uh, just the I wouldn't say despicable, but it seems like too <laughs> too theatrical of a word to use. You know what I mean? It's just saddened. I'm saddened by this. Like these <laughs> these huge companies have money and they have the the ability to think of the future, right? Like why does your data center, which is humongous, uh, why is half of it unsecure? Like, why? Why was that like just a little bit of foreplanning and, and thought? Uh, just just having a team that you can afford, you can afford a really good cybersecurity team for Twitter. At least I assume so. Um, if your company's worth $44 billion, like how come there was no, um, no cert or something, some kind of team? will go through and and start to mitigate and fix some of this stuff get you off of your current situation um you can partner with azure or aws or um uh, oracle or somebody like hey we need to get some of this burden off of us because we are uh, up a creek but mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see we'll see like i'm sure there'll be more information like because now that he's he's uh, blown the whistle I, I would assume there'd be an audit of some sort like they're actually going to come in and like assess how how damaged you are um to see if his um complaint can be uh substantiated i would assume you 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 better bet elon is going to demand it at this point right because he's about to yeah. go to court here shortly you know what i mean because they called him on it like him trying to back out of that 44 billion they're like nah give us our money man yeah. No, 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 no. Your ex security <laughs> chief says y'all ain't doing it right. So y'all need to right. show right. me you're doing it right. right. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't fall into his own trap again and be like, all right, I'll give you the 44 billion if you prove this, right? Like Elon, you're not learning, dude. Like you, they, <laughs> called, they called your bluff before. Like, don't do right. it. <laughs> right. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, the, the timing is pretty crazy um, for all parties involved. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's disheartening because everybody wants to work for big companies like this because A, you want to be part of the zeitgeist, right? Like I work for Twitter or whomever. Uh, but B, you think that they have their stuff together, right? Oh, I'm going to come in here to a pristine environment where I can, you know, better them. Not that I'm coming into a dumpster fire <laughs> and like I'm the fall guy or or, or uh, lady or whatever. Like it's just, it's, it's crazy. So I don't know. It's not, grass is not always greener, uh, ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, but with that being said, I'll bring this episode to a close. Uh, thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Devon. Definitely a great discussion. Uh, definitely continue to tune in. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Hit us up on all of our social medias. I'm at RyRy Security Guy, RYRY Security Guy, LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, TikTok. And you, Levon? You can hit me up on the Twitters at Levon Made. There it is. Stay safe, stay secure. Take care.